0: I run for the crown, I race for the prize, I press toward the upward call of God. I run for the crown, I race for the prize, I press toward the upward call of God. I fight with all my might to keep on living for the Christ, I know there is a glorious end in sight. The crown of life, the crown of victory I shall wear. I sing the song of triumph till I'm there I run for the crown, I race for the prize I press toward the upward goal of God I run for the crown, I race for the prize I press toward the upward goal of God I fight with all my might to keep on living for the prize I know there is a glorious end song from the victory I shall wear so I sing this song of triumph till I'm there I run for the crown I race for the prize I press for the upward call of God
1: With today being the 4th of July probably something that's been on your mind a lot just like it's been on mine is the idea about freedom You know, there is so much about freedom because the 4th of July is also known as Independence Day. You know, whenever we as a nation gained our independence and that freedom and the importance of that freedom. And let me just state this at the very beginning. I love the freedom that we have here in the United States. However, I want us to also recognize something else about that freedom that we have. Freedom by itself, I'm convinced is not always good. In fact many times the freedom that we have can get us in trouble and in fact sometimes the freedom that we have uh, we don't always like uh, having to make all of the different decisions Uh, for example you know if you uh, just have too many choices from uh, from which to choose that freedom can be a bit overwhelming it's not always a good thing however I think that what is a good thing whenever you're talking about freedom is when we have freedom with direction. And of course, that direction in our lives, at least, it comes with the direction that Jesus is pointing us in. So now let's take a look at some of these things and let's learn from Jesus as well. Let's see what he has to say about freedom and what he, as his own example through his own life, can teach us about it. So freedom by itself, it's not always good. Freedom with direction, I think, is a good thing, though. See, from the first pages of the Bible, we read about how Adam and Eve were given a great deal of freedom, weren't they? Let's look at Genesis chapter 2 together. In Genesis chapter 2, verses 16 and 17, we read, And the Lord God commanded the man, You are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat from it you will certainly die and what happened of course we know that they had the freedom to choose whatever choice they wanted and they chose poorly the next generation we're not going to look at that one but the next generation we find out that they had the freedom of choice and they chose poorly and the generation after that all the way up into the present generation we have seen time and time again how we have been given the freedom of our choices and we choose poorly. Let's turn our attention now and let's learn from the perfect example of Jesus Christ. Jesus, whenever we think about him, we think about a being who had complete freedom, right? I mean, he could choose to do whatever he wanted to do. Yeah, I mean, he could have, he could have chosen to do whatever he wanted to do. However, let's look at what he has to say about freedom and how he used his freedom. Let's turn to John chapter eight and let's notice what he says there. In John chapter eight, verses 28 through 29. So Jesus said, when you have lifted up the son of man, then you will know that I am he and that I do nothing on my own, but speak just what the father has taught me. The one who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone for I always do what pleases him. Even as he spoke, many believed in him. This passage is actually, interestingly enough, talking about the freedom that Jesus had, but it's talking about the Son of Man being lifted up. We know that Jesus was going to be lifted up on that cross. He was going to die that type of death. He was gonna die that type of death because just as verse 28 tells us, he is speaking just what the Father has taught him. He is doing just what the Father has taught him. Does he have freedom? Yes. You better believe it. Jesus had all the freedom in the world to choose whatever he wanted to do. But he chose to submit to the Father's will. That's what Jesus did. That is what freedom with direction can look like. We also see from the pages of the book of Hebrews. In Hebrews chapter 5 verses 8 and 9 talking about Jesus. It says, son though he was, he learned obedience from what he suffered. And once made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him. See, this passage is talking about uh, that, that freedom that he had, but that focused freedom. He freely chose to follow the Father's will. And we also see with that obedience to the Father and what he did, he also learned that through the suffering. And he did suffer time and time again because he put himself in those types of situations He found himself in those situations because of the freedom that people had had time and time again to choose poorly. Poor decisions meant that Jesus came and he needed to do something about that. He showed us a better way. He submitted to the will of the Father and he gave us the ability to see what it looks like to have freedom with a certain direction. That's why he calls his disciples to follow him in this way of Christ. But, you know, following Jesus, he actually calls it, you know, it's the way of the cross. We sing about that, you know, the way of the the cross, that it leads home. And we see time and time again that Jesus talked about how if you're going to follow me, you need to take up your cross. You need to follow me. Well, he learned this obedience from what he suffered. He willingly did everything that the Father set out for him to do. That was the type of freedom that he had. But he had it with a set direction and that direction was to be able to forgive you and me of all of the wrongdoings, all the poor decisions that we have ever made. Let's go back to John 8 again. In John 8 verses 31 and 32, this is Jesus still speaking. To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, if you hold to my teaching, you were really my disciples. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. You know, we love verse 32. In fact, you know, that's a nice passage to put on a bumper sticker. In fact, you, you maybe have even seen it. You've maybe seen people quote about how the truth will set you free. And right here, you know, then you will know the truth. The truth will set you free. Okay, let's actually look at this and let's think about this. Yes, it says the truth will set you free, but notice the first part of verse 32. It says, then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Okay, when? It says, then you will know the truth, but but when will you know the truth? Let's back up again to what Jesus is saying. He's saying this to the Jews who believed in him. Jesus said, if you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then, when? When is that? If you hold to my teaching, and if you are really my disciples, then you will know the truth. The truth will set you free. So what does that look like in us? Well, holding to the teachings of Jesus, sometimes it makes perfect sense. Sometimes we look at what Jesus said and we see, yes, that is the way to go. Without a doubt, it makes sense. This is just going to be good for us. Things are going to go better for us. Things are going to go better for our community. But then, you know, we also have some other teachings of Jesus. And some of the teachings of Jesus are maybe hard teachings. Sometimes we know that if we follow the teachings of Jesus, that means that, things might not always go as smoothly for us. There might be some difficulties that come. There might even be some things that we have to change in our lives. In fact, there will be some things that we have to change about our lives because of those poor decisions that we freely chose. But if we hold to the teachings of Christ, and if we really become his disciples, then we will know the truth. The truth will set us free. This is what that statement means. The truth setting us free just in and of itself, you've got to understand of what that means. That means holding to the teachings of Jesus. It is freedom, yes, it's freedom with this truth, but it's freedom that is combined with this direction. The direction is following the teachings of Jesus, being the disciple of Jesus, following in this pathway that he has laid out before us. And continuing on, Jesus will, will continue to speak about freedom still. Verses 33 through 38 now. They answered him, we are Abraham's descendants and have never been slaves of anyone. How can you say that we shall be set free? Jesus replied, very truly I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son sets you free, you'll be free indeed. I know that you are Abraham's descendants, yet you are looking for a way to kill me because you have no room for my word. I am telling you what I have seen in my father's presence and you are doing what you have heard from your father." Notice this passage. This passage is stating the same things that he's been stating all along. And that is, yes, the son came to set us free. But the way that the Son sets us free is by living in His truth, following His truth. This truth is His teachings, doing everything that He has asked us to do. And we see that part of that, of what He is asking us to do, is to submit to the Father's will. Sometimes that means hardships for us. Sometimes that might even mean sufferings for us. It most certainly meant sufferings for Jesus, but we find out right here that it talks about how the Son sets us free. And if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Jesus has made a way for us to all be free, for us to be free with a purpose, free with direction, the direction of following him. But you might be wondering, how does the Son set us free? How does that work? Well, the Apostle Paul picks it up in Ephesians chapter one in as he's just introducing that letter to the Ephesian church, and he speaks about how Christ the Son has set us free. Verses seven through 10. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us. With all wisdom and understanding, he made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ. To be put into effect when the times reached their fulfillment, to bring unity to all things in heaven and on earth under Christ. This is what it looks like to be able to to be set free indeed from the Son. We can have this redemption through the blood of Jesus. We can have forgiveness of sins. This was all in accordance with what the Father has planned. This is the Father's will. All of these wrapped up together, following the Father's will, receiving this, this freedom, that is found through the truth. The truth is in following Jesus Christ. The son has made a way to set us free. He's provided a way for us to receive forgiveness of sins. And he's done this also, not just for us, but verse 10 says, talking about this to be put into effect when the times reach the fulfillment. When is that times of fulfillment that's Uh, being reached and what is being accomplished in all this well to bring unity to all things in heaven and on earth under Christ that is the goal in fact that's the story that we read about in all of the Bible it's not just so that we will be free to do whatever we possibly want to do it is so that we will be free of sin free of death free of the hardships that we through our poor choices have brought into this world Jesus Christ came to bring unity to all things in heaven and on earth under him. That is the story that we read about in the Bible. It's a beautiful story that begins in the book of Genesis and goes all the way to the book of Revelation. Well, even in this lesson, we've started with Genesis and we've seen that, yes, freedom was given to mankind from the very beginning and freedom is always given to us. Let's make sure that we choose correctly not poorly, any longer. Let's follow in the footsteps of Jesus so that we will know what it looks like to have freedom with a purpose, freedom with direction. And just as we we began in the book of Genesis, so now we end in the book of Revelation. In Revelation chapter 22, verses 12 and 13, look, I am coming soon. My reward is with me, and I will give to each person according to what they have done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. This is Jesus Christ speaking. And we see at the very end of all time, what he says is that I will give to each person according to what they have done. In this life, we have freedom. Let's make sure that we choose to follow Jesus every day that that the Lord allows us to have life in our being. Every day that the Lord wakes us up Let's make sure that we recognize we can have this reward. We will be given according to what we have done. Let's make sure that we follow the Alpha and the Omega. Let's make sure that we follow this first and the last. The one who is the beginning and the end. Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior. The one who has made a way for us not just to experience what it means to have some freedom, but full freedom. Under the direction of following Jesus, being faithful to Him, and being faithful to our Heavenly Father.
0: Am I fully serving from- soul, he shall reign, he shall reign.